Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlin, and I'm glad you made it to this corner of the internet. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories, the true stories of a tryhard. To start things off today, and the next few weeks, we're going to be diving into the world of anxiety. But why? Why anxiety specifically? Because, as a tryhard, I'm clinically anxious because in my mind, I'm either doing too much or not enough. I will preface this, as I will every episode, I am no professional psychologist and I do not claim to be. This podcast is just me trying to help others like me. Now, where do we begin? Anxiety is a very broad topic. So, where do we go? We start with General Anxiety Disorder, or GAD. Uh, Symptoms of General Anxiety Disorder include restlessness. You're easily tired. It's hard to concentrate. You're easily annoyed muscle tension, twitchy, you can have difficulty falling or staying asleep, Uh, your mind will occasionally go blank, etc, etc, etc. There are five categories of anxiety. There is general anxiety disorder, or GAD, obsessive compulsive disorder, or OCD, Panic Disorder, Post Traumatic Stress Disorder, or PTSD, and Social Anxiety Disorder, or SAD. It affects over 40 million adults, or a little over 18% of the population of the United States. It is difficult with general anxiety disorder to tolerate uncertainty. People with general anxiety disorder have a certain misconception that worry keeps bad things from happening. Like, say, worrying what you're going to wear to work that day will impress your boss, or worrying about how much makeup you put on will impress whoever you're going on a date with that night. And that can lead to physical symptoms at times, uh, including stomach aches and headaches. People with mild to moderate general anxiety disorder, which is where I fall, uh, we can be social, we can have good lives, we are employable, but we take certain steps to avoid situations that cause anxiety. Of the 40 million adults, 23% of them suffer from mild anxiety, about 45% of them suffer from moderate anxiety, and a little over 32% of them suffer from severe anxiety. But it doesn't only affect adults, it affects teens and kids too.
teens, uh, they can have difficulties regarding performance at school and sports. They can worry about their family's safety, about being on time, and extrapolating uh, certain disasters like tornadoes, earthquakes, hurricanes, and other things that just probably won't happen, but they feel like it could happen. And then uh, kids, specifically from 6 to 10, f have difficulty fitting in. They're perfectionists. Um, they spend excessive amounts of time on homework. They generally lack self-confidence. They strive for approval from everyone. They need lots of reassurance. And they're antisocial. Now, this podcast wouldn't be what it is without stories. After all, it's in the name. And this story is a very personal one. And I'll try to do my best to be as transparent with my audience as I can. So, as a kid, I was bullied by pair of twins. I won't reveal their names for the sake of identity, but uh, I was a bit of a chubbier kid growing up, and I, you know, I, I was having difficulty with that. And that's what they latched on to, was the fact that I couldn't get it off as easily as I wanted to. So every day, I'd come into school, and there would be some, you know, jab at my weight, or at recess when the teachers weren't looking, they'd kind of like try to push me over or trip me. And I'm not the type to fight back, so I didn't do anything about it. I just sat there and took it, as I've tended to do throughout my life. And unfortunately, I feel like that is not just my experience. I'm sure many of you have suffered from bullying and from other things of that sort. But in addition to the bullying, my parents got divorced when I was nine years old. Which I feel like a lot of my mental problems stem from my misconceptions about that specific event. Because originally, I felt like it was my fault. As much as I hate to admit it, and I know that this isn't true, but I just felt like deep down inside there was something I could have done to fix it. Which led to me developing these certain symptoms. I have plenty of nervous habits to go around. I pick at my fingernails. I pick at scabs a lot. I or my fingers through my hair. I mess with my watch. I bounce my leg up and down. 
And they just never seem to go away. No matter how hard I try. They just... They're always there. They're like... Another part of me. They're another body part. They're another ear. They're another leg. They're another what have you. And that is unfortunate. Because no kid, adult, or teenager should have to go through that. And anxiety can't just affect the mind, as I said earlier, it can affect the body. My hands, if you look at them, are scarred beyond recognizing because of how much pulling I've done at my fingernails. I have several scars on my arms and legs because I won't leave my scabs alone. I was afraid to wear short sleeve shirts and shorts for a while because of them. And I fear, I fear very much that I will be the inadvertent cause of something like that again. I've been told time and time again that I haven't been. But it's always in the back of my mind. What could I have done? How could I have stopped this? Where do I go from here? At the time, I didn't know what to do. Luckily, my mom did. And she knew how to help me. I have been seeing a therapist, the same therapist, since I was 10 years old. He knows almost everything about me that there is to know. Even some of the things that I won't tell my parents, he knows. And that is one of the biggest ways that anyone with general anxiety disorder can be helped is with therapy. Whether that's one-on-one, -on -one, like it was for me, whether that's in a, in a group setting, or even just someone opening themselves up and being a sounding board for them, which I hope to be for all of you. And as I discussed last episode, these... These things that I'm saying to you, I have no problem saying in front of people. But it's the fact that I've never done this before, coupled with my fear of judgment and rejection that make me nervous. And the fact that I'm doing this solo also makes me nervous. Which is why in the coming weeks, I'll be having guests. So look forward to that. Another big thing that helps people with anxiety is having 
close groups of friends that they can go to, which I have been fortunate enough to have through the years. And I know not everyone shares my experience. But if you can't find friends or family, then come to me. I'm going to keep saying that over and over, but I say it because I mean it. Come to me. It's like the Statue of Liberty. Give me your tired, your poor. But instead, give me your anxious depressed, you're downtrodden, you're bearers of the weight of the world, because I know how that feels, how it feels to have the weight of the world on your shoulders, but it doesn't have to be. We can share this burden, all of us, because that is how Humans were meant to experience life together. As my dad likes to say, life is all about relationships. And even though I am more introverted, I've come to realize how true that is. How much relationships with your family, your friends, your co-workers... And even your acquaintances matter. And how a smile can change the trajectory of someone's day. Which is why I'm introducing a brand new segment called What Made You Smile? Where I'll be talking about something that made me smile this week. And sometimes it's some things. And this particular something that made me smile was my recent trip to Texas for Labor Day weekend, which is why this episode is going up a little bit later, because I've been traveling. My mom, who I have not seen in about three months up until this point, lives in Austin, Texas, with the rest of my family. And seeing them... In addition to their new dog, Gunner, who is an adorable three-month-old French bulldog, just made me smile very, very happily because I want to keep the relationship with my sisters, my mom, and my stepdad alive. And early on in the process of me being away from my mom, things were a bit dicey between us, and only now, on the back end of that experience, have I come to see that while I don't live in the same house as her anymore, I still need to keep putting wood on the fire, because without that relationship, the one that is unlike any other, the one between mother and child, life is less than what it could be. All of that being said, 
Positive, healthy relationships with anyone, regardless of who they are, are important. In addition to a method of treatment called CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Treatment, which retrains the brain. It's very interesting. Through this process, psychologists can retrain someone's brain to let go of extraneous worries and other things that really don't end up mattering. Um, medication is also another way, if needed. I would not say it is the first resort, it is more of a last resort. And moving a little bit farther on from that, um, just in general, uh, meditation is super helpful. Uh, at least it has been for me. Um, I use an app called Headspace, not a sponsor. Maybe one day. Um, if you're into yoga, that definitely helps. My mom is into yoga. She does that on a daily basis. Um, just exercise in general, which I get a lot of through my job. As well as healthy eating, because what you take into your body is what comes out. And I don't mean that in just the literal sense. I mean that in what you think, how you act, how you interact with others. And all of those things I just mentioned will be discussed in the coming weeks with the various guests that I have on the show. All of that being said, it is time for social media plugs. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram, I am Ethan.T.Hewlin, that's H-U-L-E-N, like Nancy. On Twitter, I am at ETPhoneHome. The O's are zeros, and the E's are threes. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Twitter, at TrueStoriesPod. Feel free to shoot me a tweet or a comment if you like or DM if you have a question or want to know more about something or maybe potentially be a guest. I'm currently making my guest list and any and all options are appreciated. That being said, I'll talk at you next week. And until then, this is Ethan Hewlin signing off.